Oh, listen to that. That's Pooh Bear up in my lap. It's just like the old days of the podcast. It's just me, a microphone, and Pooh Bear. Yeah. So, welcome back to Remasculate. That's the first podcast of the year. What? It's, it's March. I've been busy. Yeah. Um, you know when people say, well, I, I've been busy, that, uh, that means I've just been really too lazy to do the podcast. But I have been busy. <laughs> I have been. But I have been lazy at the same time. But I really want to get the podcast back up and going. I've been wanting to retool it, and I've had my mind set on what to do. Uh, I don't know. I thought about it a lot. I Ideas come and go, but I am, I am not giving up on this podcast. Yes, it's been too long since the last one. I've had several requests to do it again, so I'm sitting here doing it again. For you guys wondering where I've been, I've been out on the road. I've been doing stand-up a lot. Um, I'm on tour with a group called The Deplorables, which is a conservative comedy group. And some of you guys probably already know what this is about. If you haven't heard, check out um, The Deplorables, Google Deplorables, or go go look at my Facebook or Twitter and you'll see what the, the Deplorable comedy tour is about. It is um, me, Michael Loftus, Brian Hayner, uh, the Deplorable Choir, the wonderful girl singers, uh, and uh, it was Terrence Williams. Terrence was out with us, wonderful Terrence Williams, but he was in a car accident and hasn't been able to, to do the last few dates, so we have been doing them without him. But we have been out and busy and doing shows, and uh, we were just in Columbus and Cincinnati last weekend, and uh, we'll be going to, uh, I think it's Tacoma and Portland at the end of March. So we're, we've been busy. I have just been too lazy to record this podcast, and I apologize for that. I am going to get better at it. We Stick with me. Um, one of the changes that I want to do is I'd like to add a thing at the start of the podcast and call it the monologue. Since this is Remasculate, and I'm a guy, and this is kind of like, you know, bringing guys back. And ladies, if you're listening, you know it's not just for the guys. It's for you too, but it's it's for you ladies that want to raise better sons, you know, that you get an insight about guys. So the start, I've been thinking about having a little monologue, like a monologue at the start of the show. So tell me what you think about that. Um, I should have had one ready for this, but uh, I wasn't even prepared to do this podcast except I was a guest on Michael Loftus' uh, podcast, the the Loftus Party. He had me on his podcast, and I said, "You know, Mike, send me send me the audio from your podcast. I will add it to my podcast, and we will we will do a uh, a, a collab, as they say. So this podcast will be the one I recorded with him, except I'm adding all this to the start of the show." And I will probably come and add more to this. I, I just wanted to jump down and, and uh, get this started because I didn't want to seem lazy anymore. I got to get Remasculate back on the air. You understand me, don't you people? You understand what I'm saying? You're digging what I'm, I'm uh, uh, wait, you're picking up what I'm laying down? Let's get these metaphors right. You guys are digging what I'm saying? See, that's what, I, that's but you guys understand. So, um, I, uh, oh, Pooh Bear wants down. Okay, bye, Pooh Bear. 
Uh, we will do a little bit more of this. I have got some stuff I've got to go do, right? Uh, but I will be back, and I will add to this. And uh, I will say right now, um, no, 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 I'm not going to say bye. I'll say I'll be back later. Hold on. Okay, and I am back. It has actually been several days since I recorded that first part. Uh, I had to go have dental surgery. Uh, I went to an, what do they call it, endodontist? Yeah, because I had to have a, a root canal and a tooth extraction. Oh, yes, a tooth extraction. Um, apparently, I had gotten a broken tooth, and there was a infection around the root on the inside so it hadn't shown up on other x-rays before they did a they did a ct scan like a whole thing of my head and found this and so i had to have the root canal and the surgery uh extraction and they did a bone graft because i probably am going to get a uh an implant it's the very last tooth on the bottom left and we'll see uh, right now i'm i'm on pain pills and uh just I'm not hating life right now. I hate the fact that I had to lose a tooth. Huh. I never thought I'd be one of those people that loses a tooth. Not that the bad people lose a tooth, but I've tried really hard to take care of my, my teeth, which kind of just bummed me out a little bit. But uh, but it's all going to be good in the end. Uh, I love my dentist, Dr. Stang, over at Stanley Shores Dental Group here in um, in Denver. If you guys are in Denver, around Denver, that is definitely somebody you should you should check out. So, um, yeah, I, I wanted to add more stuff to this beginning of the podcast, but I just don't have, uh, don't have the time right now, and my mouth isn't 100%. So let's just get on with the, the podcast that I recorded with Mike Loftus, and it's, it's a good one. I had a great time, and I hope you enjoy it. And the next one of these, I promise I will have much more in the beginning of the podcast. Actually, I'll have much more podcasts because it'll probably be just me. So here it is. Uh, it's the Remasculate version of the Loftus Party podcast. Enjoy. <laughs> Morning to you, you Loftus Party people. It's a St. Patrick's Day edition of the podcast. We're very fortunate. I'm on the road right now. I'm in Columbus, Ohio, the old hometown. We're joined today by Steve Mudflap McGrew, an insanely talented comedian, a very astute political. He uh, he makes astute political observations. Astute means smart. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> And then we we got the we got the Liberty Gimlet there on the other end. What's happening? Oh, not much. It, what do you mean? Everything's happening. Everything's uh, happening. I'm wearing all at green, once. so nobody like pinches me. But other than that, that's as far as I've gotten today. That hey, that's a bit you actually bring up a very good subject. That was the whole thing when I was a kid. What's that? When you if you didn't wear green on St. Patrick's Day, they pinch. would pinch you. Pinch you. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's assault, right? 
Oh, that would I mean, be you now. Go to jail. Now I, guar- I guarantee that's been gone. We're old. I guarantee that no one's done that in 20 years. They're not doing it in elementary schools anymore? <laughs> I doubt it. Well, that was just an excuse for Michael. What about, yeah. the, what about the other thing that might be gone from school? I just remember, I guess, remember the uh, the booby. No. Remember that? Was that what? Yeah. What is that? What? What? Well, you'd pinch your, you'd pinch your boob. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you remember that? We never had that. You never had that? that? That's legitimately assault. It's a, it's a booby. Oh. Oh, a boob bee. bee. We had uh, what's worse than uh, what's worse than a hurricane? Yeah. Uh, titty twister, and, and you then, you twist yeah. it. See, is that, that was probably usually, gone too. That was usually dude on dude. I never, I never went up to a girl and like, what's worse than a hurricane? <laughs> we all did. I think it was an excuse for a grope back then. Oh God. Hashtag oh, worst, me too. The worst is the bra snap. Sorry guys. The bra snap. Bra snap? Yeah. yeah. I wonder if those are gone. Well, that's how you, that's how you showed a girl you liked her when I was a kid. Well, we would just dunk her uh, pigtails in the ink bottle oh, there. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, little house on the prairie. Right? Okay, so uh, there's a lot going on. We're going we're gonna to jump into some news. I think, well, let's, let's uh, how do we want to frame this up? Uh, the Tucker Carlson thing, I think that's blown over. I think he's given, I think Tucker has given a, a lesson in how to do this because by day two of that thing he was on the uh offensive is he still i haven't i I gotta be honest we were in uh cincinnati two nights ago uh last night big team meeting yada yada i haven't seen news in a couple of days well he stood up to the outrage mob more than anybody has but he went after media matters who started the whole thing yes yeah he went after their president apparently Apparently, Angelo, who heads up the entire um, rage machine, had some very interesting blogs that he'd written several years ago. So, actually, even even in my estimation, worse than anything Tucker said when you take everything Tucker actually said in context. Um, but yeah, Angelo is kind of a derp, and I think they went a little bit quiet. But then they had you know your astroturf protesters out in front of. Fox News because they want the whole thing shut down. They're going after the hosts one at a time, but they yeah. literally want Fox News taken off the air. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, it's it's uh, it's like they're playing hot potato over there. It's either yeah. they're either going after Hannity or they're going after Tucker or they're going after Judge Janine. Yeah. Or uh, yeah. or who's the other one that they go after all the time to have them taken off the either way well, it's all it's 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 every one of them and they've had laura ingram they pick yeah. them off like birds on a wire i mean some of the like like you know uh bill o'reilly boom gone well you know some of the well yeah but i'm saying they, <laughs> they're, they're picking them off they're like you know oh yeah like, bing got one bing and i think that's actually hurt fox news i mean really? seriously i do i think i know i know i'm a news junkie and i've talked about this but i i know people that are now turning away because they're like my, my, my favorite's gone. My favorite, it might not be your and I favorite, oh, yeah. but they're like, well, you know, I don't watch anymore because such and such is gone. I tell you, if you can separate, this is weird, and I've done videos about this before. If you can separate Bill O'Reilly's behavior, right? This is like literally like, like Roseanne. Right. Take away that tweet. It, can you still laugh at her joke? Uh, Bill Cosby, yeah. take away his thing. Can yeah. you still laugh at his jokes? Take away Bill O'Reilly uh, and the and the lawsuits and the settling out of court. Uh, to me, that dude 
was a like legit. I mean, it was an opinion show, but at right. least he did legit news. One of the things that I think people have not been able to do lately is separate the art from the artist. Right. You know, like you could go. Like, I I can't read Edgar Allan Poe. He was a drug addict. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Well, that's what I mean. That's like like with going after Tucker. I mean, like he's saying this stuff on Bubba the Love Sponge. It's a shock right. jock. Like you can't go, oh, this is Tucker Carlson's deeply held beliefs. Yeah. This is what he argued in front of the Supreme Court yeah, it, in 1880. He, he wasn't on the 700 Club. Dig it. Dig it. Well, uh, I mean, Tucker. that would be like going back and taking every, every lefty politician in New York and a bunch of other people – and coming through Howard Stern. I mean, for a while, Howard Stern was top of the freaking market. Yeah, absolutely. And you said could have outrageous everybody. outrageous things on his show. Well, that's what you went to do. You specifically went on Howard Stern to say the most outrageous thing. You knew that's what you needed to do. You prepared for that. You know what would be interesting to find out? And this is just for uh, people that don't. I wonder how Howard's doing. I wonder how his show the is doing. The actual ratings? Yeah. I mean, it's it's XM satellite radio, so I'm sure they they guard that like Netflix. But I'd love to know. Well, if if you if been watching, there was a I guess he got a, he had a new producer come in that told him don't do this, don't do that, get rid of like don't spank strippers bottoms anymore. Oh like, wow! Yeah, there's been a, he's been a whole it's it's a whole different show than when he was king of the media. Oof. That seems like taking your brand and flushing it down the toilet. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just an observation from the corner over here. Yeah. If Howard's not going to be spanking strippers, I mean, but yeah. whatever. I mean, I was never, yeah. I never. What do you mean you can't pick up a midget and hit him in the <laughs> boobs anymore? A buddy of mine, a buddy of mine was like the biggest Howard Stern fan. He's like, you got to hear this. You got to hear this. And I was just like, uh, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, just... But wouldn't you seriously, Mike, wouldn't you love to have somebody do for you what they did for Stern? Like just call up a show and go instead of Baba Booey, just go Michael Loftus and hang up. No. Remember they, remember they did that for so long. People would call into talk shows. Baba Booey. I know. And hang I, I wouldn't want that. You That's wouldn't not, want no, that? No, no. Here's what I would want. Okay. I want people to call in and go, you know what? I never thought about this issue like this, but there's this comedian, Michael Loftus, and he see. I would want that. that oh. I would want that. Oh. But, but I don't want the – But you wouldn't like the, a the, mob that was so no. – like loved you so much that they were just like – No, it would scare me. It would scare me. <laughs> I wouldn't want it. They'd attack me at an airport. Baba Booey! And I don't know. And you got to act like you like them. I don't know. You might be on the road now, Michael, after this week. That was uh, – oh, I guess we should address that, the the, <laughs> the, president, the presidential tweet, which yeah. was just – By uh, name. Which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, was I the first one to show you that? Because I was watching and tweeting you that morning. Remember, we were texting. And, it was, and you wrote back – Holy hell! Yeah, yeah. Actually, it was uh, it was Brian Kilmeade and then you. It okay. was like a one-two punch. I I, uh, I was late to the party. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I texted well, you. Holy crap! You just got retweeted by the president. <laughs> I, I I I really couldn't believe it. Like I got they they Fox is very nice. They they send a car uh, in the morning, and I always I always accept the offer because in a doomsday scenario. There's two people in the car, and we can use the carpool lane. I don't want to risk – if I'm going to get up at 2.30 in the morning to go do this, yeah. I'm not going to risk getting stuck in some freak traffic thing. So uh, I did this segment. It, 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 it's it's weird. I feel like I'm – and I am kind of like 
beating the same drum, like of how the left just dominates late night. The left just dominates political comedy. They just, they just dominate. And they, they dominate media. Yeah, and they and they don't want as uh, well as especially in the joking yeah. aspect of it, you know. So I was kind of doing that again and trying to figure out how to say that in a new way. Uh, and then I made a couple like little jokes and man, oh man, I guess the, I guess the president liked one of them. What I love about it, it is that he actually tweeted the joke, like he he wrote it down. Yeah, like the he, crumbs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, he didn't just like well, you know, do what a screen feel really, grab. What should feel really cool is thinking you made President Trump either laugh or smile. Or you know what? This thought hit me last night. This thought hit me. There is a very legit chance that he watched the show and he's like, "Okay, so this guy's a conservative comedian. Let's see." And then he was like, "Ooh, that's not funny. Ooh, that's not funny. Ooh, what's the only what's the closest thing he had? Eh, I'll do that one." <laughs> oh, golly, where do you go to these dark places? <laughs> I have self-esteem. Issues. Wow, you really do forget I, daddy it, issues. It's almost like I need to go out in front of a room full of people every night, every night and have for, them approve you me. You need to be validated. <laughs> I know that feeling. So it was very cool. Uh, I'm glad that. Everyone keeps expecting, oh, did your Twitter blow up? Did your Twitter blow up? Did it? I'm like, no. I mean, from friends going, the president oh, just tweeted yeah. you, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then I kind of reposted it. But, like, he just wrote Michael Loftus. He didn't yeah. know to use my Twitter but hashtag, you I know, the Loftus party. Didn't a lot of people do what I did, though? Because I retweeted you several times with the Loftus party. Yeah. Like, and then I, that's, you know, like and that's trying a, yeah. to tie it together. Yeah, I got I got some new, uh, new followers that way. But, yeah, it wasn't like um, – our friend uh, Terrence Williams, who's on this tour with us, he was telling us about when when Hannity tweeted him. Mm -hmm. Hannity's like, "Oh, you got to check out," and then he used Terrence's uh, Twitter yeah. handle, and Terrence was like, "It was bonkers! Yeah. It was bonkers!" And oh my gosh, uh, last night I was talking social media with uh, Stacy. Do you follow uh, Brandon Tatum, Officer Tatum? He's a he's a he's with um, Turning Point. I'm not sure if I do or not. It sounds familiar. He had he was not a Trump supporter and he he was a police officer I believe in Tucson. Uh and he's he's because Terrence got injured, Terrence got in the car accident. Uh Brandon is doing a couple shows with us. And, and the the guy's great. Mm -hmm. uh, just I'm a huge fan and he knows, you know, Candace Owens and Charlie Kirk and all those kids over at uh, uh Turning Point. He was telling me a story last night. We went out for uh, for pizza, and he was talking about he didn't he didn't think Trump was all that in a bag of chips. Very very familiar little story to uh, our podcast listeners. So he went to a Trump rally and was just like instantly just like, "Yup, this is the man." It was like a tent revival. Yeah, and he did a video about it like in the parking lot, and he's like, "That's the one that just like." Just went crazy in his yeah. phone. His, he said his phone for like five days straight. Just like new alert, new alert, new alert, new yeah. alert. Yeah, that's got to be exciting. That's got to be a cool feeling. We, you know, what's kind of that's that it's been great that he was able to turn that into a a bigger and massive follow to keep yeah. to keep it going. Yeah. The the one of the first videos that I did as liberal Larry mm -hmm. was like blew up, went viral, like close to eight million. Eight million. Yeah. And then everybody was like, well, great. But the follow up, let's see how the it's you, people can have a viral video 
And then yeah. you go, why did that one take off and the next one didn't? And why does the next one only get a hundred thousand? What were you What were you and talking about? What was the liberal Larry talking about? The election, like the when Trump immediately when Trump. Oh, won, like, I remember that video. Remember that video of me yeah, crying you have the big meltdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, that's why. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but you the, thought, okay, if they know you're a comic. Wouldn't they start like staying dude, with you or stalling your videos? Dude, or, I have to think, and this goes back to branding. I I think a lot of people legitimately thought Larry was, was real. real. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Kevin, There's you had actually that a woman before? that yeah. does that. Yeah, I forget I, her I, hand. I forget what she goes by on Facebook, but she actually is a conservative, kind of like that that account I love. Tatiana McGrath, which we found out this week is oh, actually yeah. a guy. Yeah. Um, like people respond to that account and they think it's real. They can't tell it's a parody. Yeah. Well, that's what happens. Uh, a lot of people who follow my liberal Larry character in videos say they follow because they like to watch the response t- from people that don't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. They, yeah. they like to read those comments. They say it cracks them up. They're like, right. I can't believe these people are this stupid. <laughs> And like, like there would be a guy, like there would be a guy, a Democrat, who was like, you know what my YouTube channel is going to be? Liberal Larry. <laughs> like, it's like, he wouldn't just call it like Larry Durkowitz or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, you know, for a weird... Because I'm Republican Mike. For, for Republican Mike. Because I, I tried that for a while. I did Liberal Larry at first, and I thought exactly what you said. And I, I changed his name to Larry Musk. Larry I, Musk. I put Larry Musk. That's hilarious. And that's hilarious. And for a while it was Larry Musk, and then people <laughs> were complaining, like, "Why did you change his name? What happened to Liberal Larry? Like, I can't find Liberal Larry anymore." Oh man! So I went back to yeah, because I thought the same thing. If people didn't see, if they saw a, a real name, they might take the confusion a little yeah. further. You know? Yeah. Who's the uh, Who's the? He's like an AM talk show guy. That does nothing but characters, oh, and he uh, will have the most outrageous. One yeah. guy owns a steakhouse, and he's the most racist, old school. Yeah, and like people call in and they believe it's real. What is that guy's name? I know exactly who you're talking. I used to listen to him in L.A. And he had, yeah, he was hilarious. He, he had like, the woman who was head of the HOH. And the- I swear, have you have you heard of this guy, Stace? No, I haven't. Oh, you got to look him up. He's- he does all the characters. He's the host, and then he'll call up. I'm going to call up uh, Roy McGregor, owner of you know the Blah Blah Steakhouse in Beverly Hills, and then he has like an, a, a, a filter or something because it sounds Phil like Hendry. Phil, Phil Hendry. Phil Hendry. Oh my lord! He had a genius. One time, my son and I were listening to it. He had this guy. He was pretending to be a guy that wrote a book about how to make your children love you more. So he said, <laughs> if you, and his. The guy said, here's what you do. You put raw meat in their swimsuit, raw bloody meat in their <laughs> swimsuit, and you put them out in the ocean. And when the sharks come to eat your child, you save them, and they're so appreciative that they love you more. And I, people went nuts. Remember people, when, remember that with that little Cuban kid hiding in the closet oh, yeah. and then during the Clinton administration? Yeah, yeah. He, there was a guy, he interviewed a, you know, air quote guy who had a a pop-up book about that kid. Oh my God. And he he was a little effeminate and he is like, so here we see him. He's on his way to America and there's him and his family on the raft. Then you pull this tab and you got a little wave that comes. There goes mom and dad. He's all by himself. (laughs) It was hilarious. God. 
People are just horrified. How can you do that? Who publishes yeah. the book? And he had a name of a fake publisher. Well, anyway, Phil here's, Hendry. Here's funny. the thing, and here's the thing about Phil Hendry. As as weird and out there as that comedy is and dark, he blocked me on Twitter because wow. of being a conservative. He is he that's the other thing that, that bugs me about the, the left. That they can be as dark and twisted as they want to be. Because it's art. It's art. Yeah. But when you do it, yeah. it's hate speech. Yeah. Yes. And that is why – that's why uh, – this is great. It's come full circle. And that's that, that's why we're doing the, the deplorable tour. Someone has to establish legitimately a, a, a beachhead. Right. A beachhead of we are comedians. We talk about this. It's just jokes. Yeah. It's, it's not – uh, well, I, I've said I, I, I see the deplorables guy, us, the two are Mike and Brian and all of us, actually becoming the conservative network. You know, like people will go, those guys should have a, a conservative uh, Saturday Night Live type of show. Or those guys yeah. should have the conservative talk show. Like there needs to be that wave. Uh, yeah. These are the first of the conservative guys and you can get behind this. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah like we got to be, you know, putting the flag on the beach. OK, first, first things first. Yeah. We're going to start touring around the country and we're telling jokes and we're going to get that going. And then it's it's very similar to and I've been, I think about this a lot, dude, a lot. Uh, National Lampoon. Yeah. Like National Lampoon, those guys that were just going to start making fun of the college you know, magazine. Blew well, up. just making fun of the the rich and the hoity toity and, yeah. you know, the class differences. And then they found, uh, you know, Belushi. And I'm sure I'm not saying in no way, shape or form am I saying that we are like Belushi and Aykroyd and all those guys. Yes, However, yes. <laughs> but they they found those dudes and they started doing comedy albums. They yeah. didn't do touring. But like, OK, then. Then after that happened, then you do a movie and you do another album. And, and that turned into Saturday yeah. Night Live. And, and Absolutely. Night Live turned into characters that made bigger movies. And it, Everything, dude, there's a great documentary. I can never remember the name of it. I saw it on, on Netflix, Drunk, Stoned, and Weird, something like yeah. that. And it's, a, it's about the founding of National Lampoon. Yeah. Everything you're laughing at today or for the on, on television, films – like 90% of it you could directly tie to National Lampoon in like 1978. Like that original group of dudes. Yeah. They changed films. They changed movies forever. But they, well, the, you had well, to start. Well, so the, hopefully that's what we're doing the, out here on the road. The cover of the gun to the puppy's head is iconic. iconic. Yeah. Buy this magazine or the puppy dies. Whatever. Uh, so that's what we're doing. We had um, – we're, we're kind of all over the board, but I like that. This is this is like a treat. This is like a, a candy bar uh, podcast right now. We did um, – where the hell were we? Cincinnati the other night. That was a great show. Oh, so they they loved – they cheered at everything. Not only did they clap and laugh, there was cheers. Stacy, Gypsy, Gimlet, I can't wait till they uh, – they're holding on to a bunch of this footage. They want to be very careful about how they release it and stuff, but I cannot wait – uh, for people to see, you won't believe the audience reaction. It I is love. over the top. It's fantastic. And when the show was over the other night, the audience actually broke into simultaneously, God bless America. This is crazy. Okay, so after the show, we stick around because there's like VIP packages and those guys, sure. we take pictures, we hang out and we talk. So there's the VIP line and as we're taking 
pictures, you can hear the audience out in the street, out in front of the theater, and, and they're uh, God bless, God bless America. America. They're singing it so loud, you could hear, hear it, it in the theater. Yeah. It's just like this spontaneous. It was free. Like they like came out, out America loving <laughs> just sons of. It was like <laughs> it was like a movie. It was like a movie. Okay. So, so we're, did you guys want a little update on current events? I do. Like we hit, we hit Tucker Carlson. We didn't. Hit, no, we we touched, we touched upon Tucker we Carlson. We touched upon his touched by a Tucker. To touched the by a Tucker. Mm-hmm. And then we uh, we said Happy St. Patrick's yeah. Day. Mm-hmm. So we we covered that. What a, and listen, uh, I'll just tell you guys right now. The whole thing in New Zealand is just horrible and horrific. And they say there's something funny about everything, uh, but not here. And, nope. and not this one. So that's the only other current event I know. Well, Beto O'Rourke officially announced his candidacy for president. Yay. What did his left arm say? Did his left arm have a statement for the Dude, press? Because it acts no, independently. During, during his announced video, his wife was holding his left arm, but his right arm was going crazy. Well, that's because he has cerebral Beto. I have no idea. My policy is to always call him Robert Francis. Yes. Um, so I don't do – and then he goes out and he's doing something, and I forget which policy he's talking about. actually had the nerve to refer to a Republican policy as, I wouldn't want to be one of those pendejos. Don't do that, <gasps> Robert Francis. Don't do that. Um, he got ripped for that. Um, for being fake Mexican. Exactly. Uh, he had a big – spread the day before he announced in Vanity Fair and Annie Leibovitz did the photography. So we had a bunch of angsty pictures of him on a dirt road standing next to a Jeep with his pocket, you know, yeah, in his back I saw pocket that one. and his dog by his side. So now we, we actually have an, um, an account out there now that's cracking me up called Beto's dog. Um, that's very awesome. insightful little pooch. Um, Let's see. Kirsten Gillibrand, the woman who's held every position on every policy ever, um, officially announced this morning that she is for sure running for president. So her exploratory committee is over. Um, After all this, she's probably going to want to take them out and beat them because I I really can't see her winning. However, she came up with a great slogan. Not really sure where she's going with it, but her slogan is be brave. Oh, be brave, be brave. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a Disney tune. Exactly. Doesn't it, though? I want to see you be brave. <laughs> yeah, it's like from the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Yeah, when he's like, that's which is a the great The little movie. candidate that could. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Christian. Christian, you have to give a speech. I know there's a lot of people out there, and they don't know you. They want to get to know oh, you. No. Be brave. Be brave. <laughs> Hold on to this feather. <laughs> And you're gonna fly. All right. Well, what what about this? Have you have you got the the in the news was the uh, the college scandal? Oh yeah. The uh, the Lori Laughlin and and uh, William H Macy's wife. And how did he escape going to jail? If you're married. Yeah, I'm not sure. His wife does stuff. He's like he's like she does the bills. He does the he does the same character that he did in Boogie Nights. Yeah. And he's just like, I don't know what she just does things. She's out in the driveway. <laughs> she she was calling admission. Yeah, because both the I... husbands, both of the husbands have escaped. Like oh. Ma- Massimo, the designer of, of baggy cargo preppy I love that man's work. We're not I'm not gonna let you badmouth my my man Massimo. <laughs> 
I'm I not even a, kidding. I thought a Massimo was a drink you have at brunch. Dude, Massimo <laughs> is the man behind Target. Well, I know that, and right? I and, and I, have, I think we know that how my my we feelings. know your Target addiction. <laughs> I do. I actually have to say I do own a couple of Massimo jeans that that I like, but I'm thinking about burning them in effigy. No, well, here's the thing: every scandal, every scandal goes back to Donald Trump. It's it's usually they can do it in one or two steps. Yeah, I haven't seen, and so the college scandal. I think it was like a a, a few hours later, they already go. That Massimo uh-huh. dude is the Trump supporter. Right. So it's somehow oh Trump's fault God. that these so girls went behind the college administration's We bag. need to forget six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Right. Those the, those stick six steps are gone. Right. Now it goes, it's two degrees of Trump. Trump. Yeah. They can if, if, do it. If that far. It yeah. might be just it's Trump's fault. Right. It might just go directly to. Yeah. No matter what. Oh, now, I, darn it. Here's what I said. I said we weren't going to talk about it, and then here I go. This is the other thing I know about, like, the the shooting in, in New Zealand. Supposedly that was Candace Owens' fault. And PewDiePie. And PewDiePie. And PewDiePie. I, I saw PewDiePie's statement. And, yeah, I saw that too. And that was, I thought, it was heartfelt and honest and, and good. I don't Now, that's it's... I still don't understand I still don't understand the the Pie connection because Pie is followed by millions of kids on YouTube and he plays video games. Well, here's here's the here's How, the here's the PewDiePie connection when the guy said subscribe to PewDiePie, right? Okay, yeah. That, I, I guess that's I guess I, that's all he said. There uh, uh PewDiePie if you, most people probably know a uh, big YouTuber. He started. He started out with video games. He's right. actually getting back to playing them a little bit now. He does videos every day. There is. So he was the number guy, number one guy in the world. Yeah. And he's just a. He's just a dude. Yeah. So there's a big. I don't know if it's in Korea or if it's in India. They. It's like a record label. It's like a big company, and they started getting more YouTube subscribers because like they wouldn't let their talent or their clients do their individual channels. You would have to sub- subscribe to this big corporation. Yeah. So it looked like they were going to beat uh, PewDiePie for yeah. the world record of who has the most subscribers. So the whole YouTube community, uh, all the big creators were like, "Hey, subscribe to PewDiePie." Oh, they pushed it, was, it hard. Yeah, because it's like it, it's it was kind of beautiful, you know, like they want the individual. Yeah. It, it, we they want to live in this world where just an individual creator doesn't get eaten by the machine. It's like it's like um John Henry. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. The, guy, the, the hammer beat the machine. Yeah. 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 It's the it's the, yeah. it's the the dude versus. Go, John Henry. Go. Yeah. And then he ends up dying. Yeah. <laughs> so so everybody's been saying that subscribe to to, to PewDiePie on their videos right. and stuff. So I'm I'm sure PewDiePie was less than thrilled that yeah. this the uh, but isn't there mass a, murderer used it? Isn't there a saying that uh, there's no, no such thing as bad, bad press? press? Oh, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I, I think actually. We're talking about We're it. We're talking so about there it. Isn't, there isn't. So, like, right now there's listeners going, I might subscribe to PewDiePie. Now, right now there's listeners <laughs> as quiet as your co-host. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I'm staying out. I don't know what's going on. I'm not getting in I'm this. just going to make it worse. I'm just going to let these guys <laughs> keep digging their hole. Put down the shovels, boys. Stop John digging. Henry, put down the... <laughs> Gypsy is quiet. Are you still there? Well, you guys just seem to be having such a good time. I didn't want to, like, interrupt your bro moment. <laughs> Do you know the story of John Henry? No. 
Oh my god. A gosh. lot of people might not know. That is it, an old, old tale. Yeah, it is like an old. It goes, it's almost like Paul Bunyan-ish. But there was this uh, this guy, John Henry, with a with a pickaxe or a shovel, he whatever. Was, he was uh, driving the railroad ties. Driving rail. Okay, it? this is starting to sound familiar. Yeah, and then they he was like the best, the best ever. He was the best, and everybody was just like, oh my gosh, this guy's wonderful. And then they bring in some steam powered machine that can do the job better than he can. <clears throat> so they end up having a. Uh, a race to see who can do the most, lay the most track by sundown or whatever. And uh, I remember this like really made me sad as a kid. It's making me sad right now. So they have the race. John Henry wins at the end of the day. He wins by like one. However, he dies. He dies. dies. So like the whole thing is a metaphor of like, hey, working man, here come the machines to do your jobs. There's nothing you can do. As much as you try, as much as you want it, as hard as you uh, keep going, you will die. It, like in the second grade, it bummed me out. There is a statue of John Henry. Outside of Talcott in Summers County, West Virginia. He was an African-American folk hero. Yeah. The he was steel, steel, drive. steel driving man. Yeah, I remember just like bummed me out. There's a couple things that bummed me out big time as a kid. John Henry uh -huh. uh, dying uh -huh. and the fact that the sun was going to go supernova and all this is pointless and we just have like a couple billion years yeah. and it's all over. I'm like, why are we not working on rockets? Like as we speak, you know this. You like well, I, I was mad at my teacher. Like you dumb whore. Why? <laughs> why are we? Why are we even? You're telling me about Four? we're telling me about you're telling me about cursive writing. Are you drunk? Put the book down. Listen to what you said. The sun's gonna supernova. We know this. Okay, you just get out of here. We have to leave. You just said, why aren't we doing rockets? Here's what I have been thinking. Why don't we have flying cars? We have the technology. We no. knew we knew the Jetsons could do it back in the '60s. And you know why haven't we? A, Got okay, couple, like, couple like, things. We could fly over traffic couple and land things. in parking lots. Couple things. Jetsons was a cartoon. <laughs> yes, I'm well aware of that, Michael. But I have really I thought you know this guy uh, that runs Tesla. What's his name? Elon uh, Musk. Elon Musk has got to have his own flying car somewhere. He's figuring Steve, it out. Steve, people can't manage to to change lanes horizontally. If you give them a horizontal <laughs> exactly, and a vertical, I, it's over. It's over. Yeah, well, here's why I figured that. I was standing behind somebody at a self-checkout at a Walmart watching the them trying to do self-checkout. And I thought, that's exactly why we don't have flying cars. You can't work a scanner at Walmart. I am not going to trust you to fly an automobile. There, there's so much going wrong here. There's so much going wrong. First of all, <clears throat> we're about to have flying cars. They're 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 going to be drones, drone taxis. That's the technology they're going to use. Okay. Like Dubai and Saudi Arabia have giant factories. They're little two seat for real. Like, like they're they're coming. They'll be here any moment. Yeah. Uh, however, the flying time isn't that long. And, and you you need like I should be steering in this comedically, but I'm not. It's like I'm all of a sudden I'm science, Mike. Thanks for uh, taking this in an odd direction. But yeah, but but because. <laughs> What what Stacy just said is legit. Like people on roadways can yeah. barely. I can't. Can you imagine a sky full? Can you imagine a sky full of drones of people just going wherever they yeah, want? Yeah, but if the drone, if it's going to be a drone, that could be computer driven, which computer would know what altitude mm. and and lane. There like you, you go. You would put and in. Stacy is never getting in one. 
Not happening. <laughs> no. It's 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 an Uber in the air. No. Nope. I tell you what. Wouldn't you love to have an Uber air driver to talk to you the, the whole entire trip? The advantage I have is I live in an exurb. I I never have to go to Atlanta. Yeah. See, Anything you're lucky. I need is outside the circle. Have you have you ever had an Uber driver scare you, like just from talking to them? Oh, oh yeah, like I had a, like I had a uh, a uh, like car service driver scare the heck out of me. He started yeah. going the wrong way on the George Washington Bridge, and I nearly lost my mind. Wow, well, that's that's bad driving. I'm talking about psychologically. What am I in the car with? No, like, when oh, I say like the one wrong down, way on the George down, Washington like, Bridge, sky. I mean, he goes yes today because there's no chemtrails. You know, the government has been spraying the air. And he went off on this whole thing, and I thought, I'm in the car with Conspiracy Theory Carl. <laughs> <laughs> I've had the, – the, the personality doesn't scare me, but the driving I've had, that just been terrifying. The I had an Uber driver in New York recently. Mm-hmm. She, she had to get me to JFK. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. She's like, when does your flight leave? I'm like, I'm like 7 a.m. tomorrow. It was like we had, we had hours. You gave her too much And time. she was just flying, talking to me, leaning back, talking like there was – it was, yeah. Yeah, that's really just terrifying. drivers in New York though. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. When you're driving I, up there, it's like you don't use your, you don't use your blinker because you don't, you don't let them know your plans. Because if you do, they're going to pull up and cut you off. Yeah, that's L.A. too. They do the same thing. Yeah. As soon as you put your blinker over, they're like, oh, I'm going to deny you that because you want well, it. The difference, in, <laughs> the difference in L.A. and New York cab drivers is in, in New York, when you step out of a cab, you have a hint of Indian food all over you. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a curry. Yeah. Cologne, curry or there's, cologne. Or there's, there's too much cologne from the Russians. That's, that's uh, was L.A. to me. Because when L.A., I get out of a cab in L.A. and I always feel like I smell like one of those crown uh, air fresheners in the back of those cars. Like there's there's a cologne smell. I had a uh, I had a kid from Turkey give me a ride recently, but there was like no no hard. I would I kind of prefer like you do have like the Eastern European, the guys who like really lay it on the thick yeah, with the dra- <laughs> yeah, Drakkar Noir. It's like. <laughs> I kind of dig it though. It's like I know who you are. I know who you are, and I don't even have to. I, have to, I don't even have to talk to you. I've detected it with my nose. I know your life story. <laughs> I know where you're from. I know what you love to right? eat. I, don't, I love to know. I know what you spend your money on. That's what I like it when when you know somebody's a racist. Like they say something like, "Okay, so now I know. Now I know. I don't have to talk to you at a cocktail party. I, I, I know." <laughs> Yeah. Well, can hey, can we get back? Speaking of like you said, uh, the names of the cologne. Can we get back to just things like high karate or old spice? Remember the there was things that you just slapped on. Here not it, you didn't have to I, have some name. I'm not you know, even. You I'm, I'm not even kidding you here. I dropped the ball on old spice when when my sons came into this world. I had this idea. And I never followed through. And I do this a lot. I have great ideas and I don't follow through. I'm like, I'm gonna start wearing old spice. You might be my brother. I'm gonna start <laughs> I'm gonna start wearing old spice so then my kids will associate that smell with to me. a dad, and manly. I'm not even kidding you. And then when I'm dead, uh-huh. they will be like shopping for their wives or their grandkids old and they'll spice. be and they'll smell old spice and they'll go, I miss my dad. They'll tear up and Right? Yeah. So you were, like, figuring out and planning how to emotionally cripple your kids? 
Yes! 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 <laughs> no, but it would be like a nice hello. They'd be like, oh, yeah. I bet he's up there watching yeah. me. And but, I'd be and I'd be up in heaven doing but, something really but you're talking horrible. About, like, yeah, yeah, I'm watching. But this is this, this is beautiful because you're actually God, that's brilliant. I <laughs> I I love like my podcast is called Remasculate, and I always try to talk about things that try to get manly things back. Yeah. Manly, what, what you know, kids learn that need to learn how to do a campfire or cook a potato underground. There's yeah. things that men need. You actually have to talk about the smell of a man. It's yeah. the smell of a man. And here's you, the other. Here's you, you, like a, like you go to the barber and that slap stuff on you, here, sting, and here's, you smell like a man. Here's how it started. When years ago. Uh, back when like you couldn't you could, they they they're like okay you can't smoke in restaurants anymore but you could still smoke in bars and then in LA is like you can't smoke in bars I remember I was going to uh, it was a comedy club I think it was comedy off Broadway and uh, yeah, Le- Lexington yeah. Kentucky great club wonderful people and I would always go with a Zippo right that was like yeah. the Zippo lighter and it was amazing I was like so happy I'm having a beer I got to smoke I'm smoking in the bar it's just like life is good and like chick flick with the Zippo and it was amazing how many women were like wow like they like that was the sound of a man that that it smells like it smells like my dad had a Zippo yeah I haven't thought I'm like wow it's like because like pumpkin pie they say is the biggest one that will bring back you know my mom's kitchen or yeah yeah and it's like smells and uh music will do the same thing music does music transport yeah transport me but I really thought I'm gonna wear oh I'm gonna start wearing Old Spice so I smell well, the 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 lighter that's a, that's another brilliantly man thing. The lighter was a, remember World War Two that flicked that the lighter was covered. They'd be in the mud of the. the I have one know, of those. And, you know, I have. A, they recreate the World War One trench lighter. Do they? Yeah, and it's got a really cool. You open it up and it like blocks the wind. Yeah, but yeah. But well, just even the Zippo lighter, like you said, the cover. Yeah. The, remember the guys that would just like hit it on their pants. I did that. Shang! Yeah. And it was on the downstroke. It opens up the thing, and then you go back up and it spins the wheel. That's a manly thing. It's badass. Like that's that is badass. As he vapes. Um, so, but we should bring back more things like that. We should, even, I don't smoke. I've never smoked. I, my parents paid me not to smoke. And that is the honest to God truth. Wow. My, that's my, very, that's very uh, progressive. Yeah, well. It's very it, liberal. Well, my parents. See, which, I know there's a lot of danger out there in the world. Your mother and I have decided. My, <laughs> my, my dad smoked with like lighting one with another. You know, that kind of like light one with another, like yeah. that kind of smoking that men did. The old Brenner smoke. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. And so my mom smoked, and they would smoke in an unair-conditioned car with the windows up. And I yeah. and I did not like this, you know, I didn't like it. What are you, half a fairy? I know, I know, I know. But what are you making, beef jerky back here? <laughs> so, but my parents said, all three of the kids, they if you don't smoke by the time you're 21, you get $500 on your 25th birthday, which was a lot of money in 1970s. You know? Nice. So all three of us got the money, all three kids, and none of us smoke except my brother when he hit like 40, started smoking cigars. And my, my dad goes, I want my money back. <laughs> my dad, I want my money back. It's funny. But that's that was an incentive not to smoke. You know, just don't do it. But even though I don't smoke. Bucks? Yeah. I bought, a, I bought a nice stereo. <laughs> it was 1970. I bought a car. I bought I made a car. A down payment yeah, I bought a house. But, oh my but God. even though I don't smoke, I would love to be able to walk around with a really cool lighter because, you, you know, like you, there's things you need to light candles. Yeah. Why don't we bring back 
men with lighters because they take a, them they take them away at the airport now those bastards yeah Zippo's great. There's a lot of cool. There's a lot of cool history behind Zippo, and they're they're uh, they're collectibles. Each Zippo lighter has a different. This is another crazy, stupid crap that I know that I don't know why. There's a Roman numeral on the bottom of yeah. a Zippo, and each one's different, and some are more rare than others. And so you can collect them. And like, oh, you got a four on that. That's crazy. And they're also guaranteed for life. If anything goes wrong with your Zippo lighter, you go to a cigar shop. They yeah. have prepaid envelopes. Yeah. You do your return address. Floop floop. They fix it. They send it back. Yeah, beautiful. But see America. That, that lighter takes lighter fluid, which yes. is dangerous. Yes. Why would you want to have that in your home? Your child could drink that. Anything could happen. Hey, Stacy. Yes. What is going on? Who's is there any news about the the super smoking hot chick from uh, Arizona? Oh, Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Who? What's she? Kristen C. It's got to drive her crazy. It's got to drive her crazy. Christ, Kristen, it's either Kristen or Kirsten Cinema. You haven't done uh-uh, No. Oh Dude, my God. he had to have seen the picture of her in the thigh boots in the Senate. Oh, yes. <laughs> See? Okay. See? Right. I knew it. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, 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 the whore in the Capitol building. <laughs> I think she, like, not this past week, but, like, within the past month, she completed some kind of, like, triathlon. I have, like wait, a big I have to one, go like back an Iron and Woman have, or something. I have to celebrate that moment. I have to just like celebrate that and and walk the listeners through. <laughs> I'm looking at Steve. You have to know this woman. He has this blank expression on his face. Because I keep with, up with politics. He, he's he's up on politics, and it's like I've talked to him about Marvin the Martian, the Liberty Gimlet. The gypsy over there knows exactly the right key phrase. She's like, no, he has to know about the chick in the thigh-high boots. And my face lit up like a campfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I just think it's hilarious how Stacy knew exactly what to go to. Like, she, hey, knows, she knows how to talk to men. Michael, yeah. that's when you started talking about her. Oh, no, I was talking about her when she uh, – there's there's some other great photos of her. She – it has to drive her crazy. She's like she, – she ran on like, I'm the first openly bisexual. And you're just like, what? What? Yes, Guys paid attention? <laughs> right. I'm like, I might follow her campaign. I might have and a then, chance. And she's gone. She's just disappeared. It's like it's like Alexandria Ocasio Cortez just Wiped lapped her. her. Just lapped her. And you don't hear about this. I hadn't she thought went, about did, that. Oh, you're yeah. Right. Oh yeah, because that, there was a whole thing about those those boots and uh, that was the whole thing. The she guys were bodyguard, the big bodyguards walking with her, and and had she was so, yeah, yeah, you're right. Well, she I mean, I'll say this: the boots themselves didn't bother me, but the ensemble it just didn't go together. Those boots exactly with some yeah. other completely the guys different. Queer stuff. Eye would have tore her up. <laughs> what the guys from Queer Eyes for the straight? You know, oh. you watch that show. Like, oh, I can't believe you wore that, girl. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to find the picture right now, but yeah. Well, how did that? How did that happen? How did how did she get blown off the map by? Did, does that again the media just not go? She's out. The she's media, not our darling. We're not. We're will no, avoid just, her at all costs. I or? really think so. I think they looked at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who is like, oh, she's the rough and tumble kid from the streets, and Jenny from the block. She's not. Yeah, and she's she's much better for the. For the story. Come on. Come on. He's going. But it also seems to me like they're way more interested, and this probably has to do with the political 
outcomes. They're way more interested in members of the House of Representatives at this point than members of the Senate. Used to be totally flipped. Like, you yeah. hear more stories coming out of the House than you hear out of the Senate, and that's because Democrats aren't in the majority, but they are in the House. Well, don't you think that yeah. he- the headline, you know, uh, they can they can do more with uh, AOC and her lunatic green plans and leftist socialist see, stuff than they can with the boots? See, you saw this, you saw this um, dude come out and do this video about, oh, I just finally heard at CPAC that she's a complete creation. Duh. Um... I mean, we had that out there about her and how Cenk Ugar, or however you say his name, the head guy for genocide-denying Young Turks. um, Yeah. How he was a Bernie bro, and her campaign manager, Secrete Chakabarty, I've always got to stop, Zach Exley, Alexandra Rojas, all these people decided to form these Justice Democrats. They literally... they have a seven-minute video with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez talking about her audition. I've been calling yeah. this girl the best supporting actress for, like, three months now. Like, I don't refer to what? her as representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She's best supporting actress because she won the audition. They figure she's hot enough to maintain attention. And nothing that comes out of that girl's mouth, her Twitter account, her questioning of Congress, none of it is hers. None. Yeah, I, I thought that too, that somebody is writing everything, posting everything, Dude. and when she has to wing it on her own, she has no idea. Like, I, well, I think uh, capitalism is about capital stuff, and, you know, I, that kind of— I want of, you all to do this, because I wrote an article about it, and nobody cares, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I want you to I go— I wrote an article, and nobody cares. Well, I want you, want you all do? to go do? Google Jill Stein— 2012 Green New Deal. Really? They completely ripped it off Jill Stein. It was the center of Jill Stein's campaign in 2012. It included Medicare for All. It included a World War II-style restructuring of the economy. They ripped it off of Jill Stein. So Jill Stein ran in 2016. Bernie ran as a primary candidate, and he lost. And then Bernie had a decision point. Right. He either had to encourage people to run for Hillary so there was a better chance there'd be a Democrat in the White House or he had to say, go with Jill because I agree with her. He had people vote for Hillary. Yeah. Now they're pushing all this crap from the far left up through Congress. If you read the Justice Democrats website and their partner organization's data for progress called the future of the party, you will be terrified. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Wow, that the is left, enlightening. The left tells you exactly what they're going to do. They put it all on the interwebs, and I don't understand why the right and the Republicans can't find it, because I found it all. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it right now. The the Green New Deal, keep Green it's Party presidential candidate Jill Stein, 2012. Mm-hmm. Why didn't I wrote they a two-part series on how it got from Jill Stein to Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez to all of the mainstream Democratic candidates. Why well, did they take it away from Jill? Why didn't they let Jill's her never going to win. She had no heat. Oh, okay. She got no heat. Not only that, if you look at the Green New Deal, right, and you look at what it would actually take, and there's actually a group called Climate Mobilization out there who has done a thoughtful and intelligent, I'm not saying I agree with them, 
but thoughtful and intelligent assessment of what a World War II mobilization would look like. It includes rationing. It includes having people do home gardens. Yeah. Do you know anybody, do you know anybody under the age of maybe 35 who would be prepared to do a garden? No. No. And, okay? I and, mean, this stuff is just ridiculous, and there's nothing about it that has a freaking thing to do with the environment. It is all about power and money. Yep. I, 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 I couldn't agree more, and it's too funny. Well, it's not too funny, but it's just <clears> – <throat> I remember my uh, – my grandmother uh, telling me about what life was like. Yeah, uh, me too. Under uh, the, the New Deal and, 